rockingstarwars.net. And uh, Rob didn't take to the pet cemetery, and he's a ghost again. Um, we had to put him down, but his ghost is here. And uh, with the most, <laughs> that's with the most. And and Doctor Azatru, how's it going, Mister Azatru? Oh, uh, all good because we've got some Star Wars games news to talk about. Nice. Uh, I bought uh, that book yesterday. By the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you reading it? Are you reading the... Uh, I haven't. I was going to. Uh, Battle Scars. Battle Scars, yeah. I was going to, but I I used to be a big reader when I was in school because I had time. Like, and yeah. now I, I I haven't read a book since, like, <laughs> like for years. I just don't make time. Um, yeah, and I've got, yeah like, you don't make time things. because as a true just put up a 200 part like let's play it a Fortnite season 20 you know what I mean like, <laughs> he no you guys are anti Fortnite he's but, with you yeah. you're you're oh, okay. going against your alliance bud you're right 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 so <laughs> Apex Legends Apex my plan. <laughs> I don't know what what do you play right now as a true out of curiosity uh, I could go look at your channel but I, I don't make time for that either so you know? well <laughs> Obviously, I only focus on Jedi Survivor at the moment. It's whatever like the most current Stars game is. But ah. outside, like I, I mostly play like Apex, Halo, Battlefield. Um... Oh, I guessed right with Apex. Like, I just yeah, figured because yeah, of because yeah. of respawn. No. Oh, cool. so so yesterday or last time you were was it yesterday you were on or last time you were on? The other day, we were yeah. talking about Fortnite and uh, Apex. Oh, there was a little bit of a bias there that was hidden. I see. <laughs> Like, I've, I've, always like Apex, I've, always, I've always made it clear. I've always made it clear. I've not been a fan of uh, Fortnite. Although, I obviously will report on if Cal comes to Fortnite. I will have to probably buy him for a video or something. Yeah, you could you could come play with us. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> we'll be Stormtroopers for you or something. When it can <laughs> um, yeah, I, I told my kids about what you guys said, by the way. I was like, I was like <laughs> let me ask you this, guys. All right, if they made a Fortnite movie, who do you want to be in it, right? And, and they're not saying, like, you know, Luke Skywalker or, or Kylo Ren or anything like that. They're like, we want Peely, and we want we want Fishstick, and you got to have Jonesy. And they're like, they're like going off, you know? Um, Meowsles, they want Meowsles. And I was like, okay, so I'm like, so if they took those characters out of the game, would it make you mad if you could just, like, be Luke Skywalker in there? They're like, yeah. Like, are you crazy? So I was like, okay. I'm like, hey. That that was my survey, my independent survey of two children. <laughs> I think for children, those characters work, but like I guess from yeah. like the older audience, they just want the, the licensed stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's like when me and when Bespin and I are playing, we're usually Star Wars characters or some dumb anime thing that we like. And uh, but I, I I do appreciate the, the well designed weird Fortnite characters that have personality. Mm. Like it, it goes it goes a little little distance for me, but not far. But uh, really quickly before I forget, uh, this is like a couple of it's like the, the the loose end stuff. Um, I haven't, I don't know how accurate this is, but this is going around, and um, it's from the Boardwalk Times on Twitter. And it says Bob Iger got a clip from the Acolyte last night that says it looks brilliant. So <laughs> it did. Was it the cease and desist clip? Was it the DMCA? <laughs> was it the subpoena? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, um, <laughs> You know, yeah, I feel just, like no, no offense. I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm looking forward to the show, but yeah, I feel like to make for Bob Iger to make an acolyte statement the day after the news of them being sued by the producer of the acolyte sounds like a, a an algorithm like 
tables tables drop or you know what i mean like, you know when you, you... i disagree though okay. i feel like like they do two things though it's usually like a hey look over here so like right. like something goes bad oh guess what we're doing live action snow white now and all the seven dwarves are played by lynn manuel miranda dwarves and then it's <laughs> steven dorks, dorf like dwarfs. <laughs> and the seven how have they dorfs? never done the seven dorks like they should have done that in the 80s you know what i mean like, like snow white and the seven dorks like yeah. the 80s yeah yeah screech but, plays all the yeah. But um um yeah you know and like yesterday I saw stuff on Twitter people like, oh my god this isn't good and I'm 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 like you know what it literally does not fucking matter at all they're a multinational corporation worth billions of dollars and them having to pay out some producer like a hundred grand might mean that they don't have the good champagne at a cater lunch one day. <laughs> the bigger scandal was them not honoring the, uh, the 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 residual contracts for like publishing and stuff like that. You know the royalties, yeah, right? Like, and I still don't know what the deal is on that. Like, it, it seems to be hit or miss with certain certain folks could have been compensated and others haven't. And I I think of any out of anything I've heard Disney, like all the shady stuff you know companies do. To me, that's the biggest blemish on their record in a, in a long while. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Um, oh yeah! Before I forget, as a true, what I was what I was saying was, I I read the first um, five chapters of that book, mm -hmm. and um, really not a lot's gone on in five chapters. It's from it's, what I can tell. Uh, I just saw someone like who's read it already post like the main stuff, and there isn't that much connection to Jedi Survivor. It explains yeah. like some of the it. Like a couple of stuff to do with Grease, like because he's going to be at the beginning of the game. Like it connects that way, um, but I thought it probably had a, have a little bit more like importance, but it doesn't seem like it does. So yeah, it, you're I not mean, like, people. It, if people like those characters, then they're probably going to like this book. But it's not going to be. I guess in a way, it makes a lot of sense because the book, the game's going to be huge, and very few people are in comparison going to read the book. So yeah, no, no, there's going to be seven more books. It's like the Hobbit, twelve books. Oh no, they'll no. oh, no, get to Santa. it eventually. Just hang in there. <laughs> Not today, Santa. Not today. Oh, okay. No. Right. No. Um. It, yeah, it has like interesting stuff about like you know a Jedi and a and a witch being together and like in terms of like exploring it like in text, it's good. But there comes a point when there's like a bunch of action for me, and I'm reading a Star Wars book where it stops connecting with me, it stops stops resonating because you're just like. Then he took his lightsaber out. It was going to be a good day. And you're just like, yeah, of course. Okay. So anyways, uh, yeah, I'm five chapters in and I'm not to the point of recommending it yet. I'm not like, oh, dude, like it, you, I know you, you love the game. So trust me, you want to read it. Like right now, I'm not there yet. It hasn't come close to it yet. So still not saying it's bad Ronin. though. Not, not saying it's certain. Have, still haven't read Ronan. Yeah. It's, um. um I saw the cartoon. Fucking cool. Um, yeah. So this is a, like I, a whole book. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I can watch a cartoon, you know, like it, no, it covers this, that too. Um, there's a there's a this this shot from a new TV spot for Mandalorian they hit today, and I'm not going to show the video because it doesn't this this you can see it better here in this single shot, and uh, I'm just saying this coruscant. And of course, when you say something is something, then someone always says, but, 
And and so they're all, but it could be Hosni and Prime. And I'm like, you know, it, it could be. It could be. I mean, that's Hosni and Prime, which is just a Coruscant <laughs> ripoff. And sure it is. Sure, sure, sure. But you know, like I feel like when you look at Hosni and Prime, though, I mean, you do have a, a red uh, laser beam coming to to destroy everyone, but it has more to me, more like of a champagne, almost like you're looking at it through like a champagne bottle, and when you look at Coruscant, you, you got blues and greens, like things that look commercial going on, and um, it doesn't mean it's anything at all. It could very well be Hosni and Prime. I mean, at that time. That's where shit's really going down, but maybe you know, maybe Coruscant. So you're saying Hosni and Prime is the Morgan Fairchild of techno planets and Star Wars universe, right? Wait, Morgan Fairchild? Yeah. Compared to who? Who's who's the other one? Coruscant would be uh, she'd be Delta be Delta Burke, right? Like, <laughs> Delta Burke. <laughs> yeah. Right, the but... fan favorite, but the the, the champagne. I don't and then know, it's the, stupid. It's not. The, that's not. It's fucking is, Coruscant. It's yeah, JD's this is, fucking Coruscant. <laughs> this is this is the only like architecture that we can catch from any of the stuff from that film, uh, right here. And and it's like you know you just can't really pull anything out from there. And it looks more like it's. It looks, I'm getting the Coruscant vibe. So that's what I'm going with. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. The so. real retcon would have been if JJ had made Hosnian Prime look like the special edition Coruscant. <laughs> so then you go, well, no, Hor- you know, Cor- no, Coruscant looks like the prequels, but the special edition Coruscant is really Hosnian Prime. So you can, in a way, retcon Je- Jedi special edition. That would have been nice. Wait, why would you want to retcon Jedi special edition? Uh, <laughs> you want you want to do a whole show on this? Well, I mean, it's like that's like that's like actually like one of the good things that they added to anything. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's one of the things that's yeah. more. No, it's the only version I have ever known. So, yeah, it, it, you know, he never, you never watched a Phantom Menace. Like, <laughs> one of the Ooh. special edition looks like uh, Art Deco matte painting. I don't know. It's not the same. Well, yeah, it's 1996 when they're fucking doing it, but I mean, it's, it's like. No, it comes out in 97. They're doing it in 96. Um, I knew you. I would only said 97, 97 mm-hmm. because I wanted you to say that. And you, and <laughs> now you fell into my trap. Are you sorry? Are you sorry? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, sorry, Nari. <laughs> Farm Boy asks, has the look of Coruscant uh, Chandrilla maybe? See, that's that's the whole thing. Uh, right now, to be honest with you, until I hear Chandrilla's coming in something, <laughs> I'm just being like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just like no fucking Chandrilla because then, because now what am I doing? I'm saying, no, it's not Coruscant, it's Chandrilla. And then over here on the, uh, excuse me, Naboo stuff, I'm like, I'm like, that's not Naboo, it's Chandrilla. So Coruscant and Chandrilla fucking and Naboo, Naboo and Coruscant, two different planets could not be further apart. And because of fucking Chandrilla, I'm forced to go, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a bad guess. So that's why I'm just throwing Chandrilla out until we have a Chandrillan confirmation of some kind. But in terms of the post-Return of the Jedi era, we don't have a lot about the importance of Chandrilla itself other than the fact that the Chancellor of the Galaxy comes from Chandrilla, but she works on Hosni and Prime, and they left Coruscant. So at what point do they leave Coruscant is... The big question, though, there's a um, chance that in do we, Star do we have... Wars Squadrons, 
yeah. uh, Hosnian Prime is the capital of the New Republic, and that's five years after the Return of the Jedi. So, and so then at like, this point, Hosnian Prime is is the capital. Then, yeah, yeah. Like you, one of the missions you have to like defend like the airspace around it. I was hoping because that was like in like one of the first screenshots when they revealed the game. I was yeah. hoping like there'd be like a cinematic like showing like something that's happening on the ground, but that it was only from above. Um, but yeah, I I think it's probably it. It looks like Coruscant, but I get the vibe. It, 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 this they're trying to just show like a different district of uh hosnian prime maybe like that yeah. looks just like coruscant like it, it, if you said ask anyone it looks just like coruscant like the neon lights and everything it it, it fits you know, My, ask, ask anyone cool. watching the the force awakens if they think that's... oh yeah yeah true. <laughs> but, but, no right no and that's that's the thing jj wanted to blow up coruscant Pablo and they like, wouldn't let him i know i know it's like, not a good idea um and, and i i no and i i i agree with them i mean it's like you have this planet that's gonna potentially be this concept a through line one of the one of the mainstays i don't think you go blow it up for fucking jj abrams you know had an idea one day about taking a shit uh and it's irrelevant because you could like, literally blow up anywhere and and then when he blew it up he just blew up like was there any Ma- Maisie sellers richardson who they announced as being a big character oh we got a big character in force awakens coming everybody and then and then uh and i had all of the uh, details then and i knew what characters were watching i'm like she can't be this character this character like literally has a cut scene with Leia where she's like, hi, Leia. And Leia's like, go, go to the Capitol. And then this thing where she's like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, you guys announced that, you know? I remember distinctly watching it for the first time and feeling like there was a lot, like she was right in the center of the frame. I was like, is she like meant to be someone important? Like this was, like I obviously assumed it was Coruscant as well, like everyone else. I yeah. Like, oh, oh, that's crazy. They, they blew it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. As a uh, farm boy says, all right. As a true drum, me, I'll take it. <laughs> um. And w- once again, like, like I, I think that any guess is is valid. But if we're just gonna go by what have we seen the most, what does it look the most like, and what's the most prominent, uh, like, like what's the most obvious choice? The most obvious choice is is Coruscant. And the other thing to remember, I guess, too, if we're gonna like get into the. I don't know if is it what do you what do you call geopolitics when it's multiplanetary? I have no idea. But when you get into the geopolitics of the of that universe, Coruscant is still the center of the fucking galaxy. They might have moved everything off of there, but it doesn't change like the practicalities about why that planet would still be. Or maybe they've super like they they've left like the um like the bad stuff, like the kind of prison, you know, the the war criminals on there and moved all the like the, the the main government onto Hosnian Prime at that point. Maybe that's the difference. And when you when you like establish the ideas of thirteen thirteen and that kind of stuff, well, the day that the Empire falls, thirteen thirteen probably becomes more powerful than, than the capital than than the the the, the uh, top levels at that point. Mm-hmm. And and so that would probably have a uh, still have a pretty lasting appeal um, years later, even like four or five years later, it would still probably be pretty strong. All right, before we get to the article, Frog Eater, thank you for the super chat, Frog Eater. Says really hope Star Wars celebration publicly live stream panels this year are Lucasfilm Studio Pavilion, Clone Wars 15th anniversary, Bad Bat season three, and Ahsoka. And like 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 we said, we we contacted the customer service. They're like they're, we're not live streaming. They announced that they would be live streaming, but it sounds like it's going to be one of those pavilions where they have like the commentators from StarWars.com video channels. It does like, say on the stars.com website panels now 
It does say panels now. Okay, good. It does. Like okay. in, it, it, it's really strange because I clicked on it like as soon as it went live before they'd even tweeted about it and saw yeah. panels. I was like, oh, so they are going to be doing like probably the like the, the beginning or whatever. And then like no one noticed, and then someone else put it on Twitter, and then it kind of blew up. But like it, it's the subheading, and literally everyone missed it. They just went to all the details below and i was like yeah that tends to happen like people just miss like the big details but yeah it does say it panel panels, are panels? live so yeah. i'd imagine it's probably just going to be like the, the you know the bad batch ahsoka and lucasfilm and yeah there won't be that I, many i mean i mean it, it it's like if they're you know w when they're showing like footage from ahsoka and stuff like that they probably aren't going to live stream that for yeah. instance yeah. but like a clone wars 15th anniversary panel would have absolutely there would be no risk in that there's no reason to not show it it only like sells the brand and builds enthusiasm and interest so i would imagine something like that would probably be shown but, but yeah we'll and monday is quite light as well um there's the bad batch panel uh there's another one but it's like ilm focused and there's the closing ceremony so I'd imagine the Bad Batch probably will... If they're going to announce Season 3 there, if there is a Season 3, more than anything. Because okay. it, it says it's just like a look back at Season 2, but they're going to have to have something like for worth... Because I might not stay that Monday. Like All of my friends are leaving. Uh, they haven't got tickets for Monday. I'm like the only one. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm even though I've paid for a hotel, I might come home Sunday night. Because it's like, okay, I could see the Bad Batch Season 3 stuff or whatever, but it's not worth probably staying. Right. Are you going to go to the Ash concert? That the... No, none of my yeah. friends are interested in that. Like, to be honest, mm -hmm. I'm meeting a bunch of friends that I haven't seen since uh, just before COVID. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, I, I prob like, they wouldn't be interested in that sort of stuff. Like, mm. they're only going because, like, it's an excuse to see each other. Like, that Star Wars is like, you know, they've been hurt by the films, basically, and their shows. So, yeah. they, but they, they're like, oh, you know, it's cool because they've never been before. So, they're looking forward to like maybe some announcements and stuff. So, uh, thank you for the super chat, Frog Eater. Frog Eater says, don't forget, I get a confirmed acolyte on Disney Plus for 2024. Yeah. And it's good that he did that, but we, we knew that too. We were able to like, like figure that, that out. I mean, just by the fact about what's left on that schedule. And, um, <clears throat> We we heard some stuff this week about the schedule, and I don't, I don't want to say too much, but I think there's a chance that it won't be Star Wars, Star Wars, Marvel, or Marvel, Marvel, Star Wars, Star Wars. It, it might they actually there's like more of a chance for that for that not to happen, but we'll have to see. And then Frog Eater goes hey, on. Can and I says, bring up? Oh, oh um, a Soka trailer for Celebration may be public though. Yeah, I, I I do agree with that. I would I would think that it there will probably be something in the room that we don't get to see, like like here's a clip of you know when Ezra Bridger finally comes of whatever shows up. That's what I was thinking. Something the like that goes public, but but the trailer like goes a, public. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that that seems to be like I I would expect that. I think that's a reasonable expectation. It's the only that show panel. that's got its own panel. At celebration because it is the yeah. next one after all but it's the, like andor's got its own panel but it's a look back at season one maybe yeah. they'll because diego luna's there and tony gilroy probably they'll say something like show something of season two but mm -hmm. given that soka's the only actual new show with a, a panel itself i can see them doing a trailer but then a, a scene for the people there 
yeah yeah and or or like a thrawn moment or something like that they'll probably like give you a glimpse of that kind of thing potentially and then but the people of the room will get to see more and because they they know that it's a easy sell that they're i looked at the um the uh theater thing that it, the, the uh celebration stage is in and it's quite big considering the size of the xl it's like it can house up to four thousand five hundred people which mm -hmm. is considering it, there's going to be a lot less people in total here per day that's i think there's a good chance a lot of people like mo you know i don't know if how many people are attending in each day but compared to like past celebrations there's probably a lot the ratio between people that get in and don't it's probably pretty high so as a true is coming at this from the perspective of most of us are going to get to get into it yay i'm coming at it from the perspective of that means that shit's totally getting bootlegged i've i've got i've got With that my, many people I, if, if I sit at the back, I've got a 10 times zoom camera. I can just, I'll, I'll record it later. <laughs> yeah. It's going Dude, out do you, still, you still got a zoom? Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> the zoom? Yeah, yeah. Azatru's kept his zoom the whole time. We're going to get my crisp 320 by 240 pixels. When, uh, when I, I went on the first date with my ex, she had a zoom and she was like, You have an iPod? Like, I was an asshole. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Bestman Bulletin, uh, before we get into like to the article, um, gave me some notes of some of the some of the readings he did today, and I obviously trust uh, trust his interpretation of things. Uh, he says, "So here's some things that just went around from Iger articles today. Um, they're less internationally made programming, less internationally made programming for Disney Plus. The less internationally made programming um, refers to HBO's approach to quality over quantity." When talking about the future of FX, I guess that's the uh, the FX channel. Three billion in uh, content cuts will take years due to existing deals. So they have to like finish all these deals that they made with people, which is good. It means that they're not actually doing the Zaza thing where they just fuck everybody over really hard and back out. And now we don't have to pay you residuals. We're just shelving your show. Um, yeah, looking into extending the window from theaters to streaming even more. Weighing up, waiting up to 12 weeks after the film's release on, on video on demand, which I still think is fair overall. Um, that could, yeah. yeah, that could mean films might not reach Disney Plus until six months after their theatrical release. And, um, honestly, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like, when you look at movies like, um, Episode Nine, where it feels like it came out and then it was on Disney Plus. It was it went on Disney Plus for a really good reason. Like it was like the first day of like lockdown. They're like, let's just make this nice for everybody. I was totally on board with that. That's a I think that was a sweet thing to, to do overall and a good thing for your product. But that said, uh you have a few months out and then there's a big push because it's coming out that you could like get it again. It does give films sort of a second life. And it, I think it keeps them in the public consciousness a little, a little bit more than that one well, and done release it's not my favorite film of all time by any measure but i do think because they they did the six day did the 80 day window mm -hmm. on um 80 day how many weeks is that four how many, how many weeks is 80 days <laughs> it's like three months minus 10 days right so instead of doing the 120 day window for black panther they may have left 100 million on the table people mm -hmm. forget when things sit in the theaters for an extra six months they just omit they stop looking at the box office receipts right after like three months mm -hmm. then you at the end of the year you're like how'd that thing make an extra hundred million you're like because it was there 
for an additional six months just racking up a million there, a quarter million there worldwide, you know, like over yeah. a period of 100 days. So like that that little revenue stream uh, is something I'm sure they want back, you know. That's yeah. why when I said it, Avatar won't be in the, out the theaters at the 80-day mark. It'll still be going because Black Panther did 80, and then they they, they put it back in with the China re-release, you know? Because every now and then, like, something that's coming on Disney+, Plus, like Black Panther or something like that, when there's not, like, a good series coming out, and people will, will be like, well, I could stay su subscribed to Disney+, Plus, watch Black Panther, or I could rent it. I'll just keep the Disney+. Plus. But I don't know how they quantify that, like, that kind of save. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a real hard one, to I think, to justify or to prove i'm sure it exists but it's a hard one to like you know prove as like a thing um, yeah, i think I can, the real go on if, uh, i would just say if i had to guess i would say the mm -hmm. real benefit that they're looking at is oh uh the household says i don't want to spend 20 bucks buying this at walmart on a disc or a download yeah. when i have disney plus you know what yeah. i mean like that's sort of the replacement go ahead that's true sorry um when i uh one time when i was at a battlefront um event they were speaking how like the ea definitely really track how um uh, ea access origin access now the subscription service how if people sign up and mostly play like one game that's in that service they give revenue to that game so like battlefront did really well in that so because people didn't want to pay the money because they still thought it was pay to win or whatever. So mm -hmm. they got some, like, that definitely helped. Like, I'd imagine it's, they do track stuff like that for films. Yeah, internally in some way they must have some kind of metric of, of deciding. Yeah, they use, like, playtime and uh, things like that. And uh, and typically games that are in those services, they tend to spend more on microtransactions. And I guess you could look at, at the data and see, like, as a true watched... Um, this marvel movie that came out two times but he didn't watch anything else therefore clearly that marvel movie was what kept him subscribed that month stuff like that might be yeah it's like of... for me i've only used disney plus to watch the new series of stuff like yeah i haven't watched the films on there because i have the 4k blu-ray um mm -hmm. i just watched the new shows on there and that's it so they they, they just see me as someone that subscribes a year because it's cheaper just to have it because i also sometimes need like a picture for like um or a certain scene for like a video like it's just so much easier than having to like i can just open it up take a picture and then you know i've got it yeah um the last thing is that from bestman bulletin's notes and thank you again to bestman for sending this to me disney's looking into licensing content to third parties to grow revenue disney plus brand and stuff will remain so, so I, I'm I'm not sure if that means like, if it means that like the Disney Plus branded stuff will stay on Disney Plus, but we might, you know, Fox or something like that might. Ty Hard's going to Amazon. You know, that's what that says to me. Something like, like that. Okay. Because I mean, Amazon just announced that you know, they, um, JJ was producing that Batman animated series at HBO Max, and when Zaslav came over, they nixed it. But now Amazon just picked up two seasons of the Batman. So they're just licensing that stuff out, right? So I imagine all the licenses that Iger said he got to to make the streaming service, the the reason why you'd, you'd only only own that above all else, they don't want to put on there now. <laughs> Chicken yeah. shit Disney. 
you know, now they're going to be like, oh, we'll license. I imagine Prey will get licensed to Netflix and shit like that. You know? I'll be right back in one second. My kid needs some help. Mm-hmm. One second. Okay. Hey, you want to talk about Avatar? Yes. Like, let's talk about I, Avatar. I, 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 Wait, I what's up with the Ubisoft game? What's up oh, with the, the Ubisoft, Ubisoft game? game? Um, yeah. I've not. So it was, I thought, I was under the impression it was going to release like by June this year. But it seemed like they, they left it very vague. It was like the financial year. Which could go until like the end, like March. It was like March 2024. But the game was supposed to be out in November um, last year. So I don't know. It's been really quiet. From what I've seen, there was a report a couple of weeks ago that is going to be like one of the big games they like focus on at E3 this year. So I think we'll get a proper reveal of everything. You think think if the film didn't do what it did, they would have. That, that that CEO would have canceled it, you know, because he you know he doesn't. I want don't to know because the game's anymore. been in development so long; it cost them so much money, and uh-huh. I, apparently the main issue was uh, the combat wasn't very good. Basically, for which game? Uh, the Avatar game, uh-huh. and that team's making that. Uh, well, there is another team, but that same studio is making uh, the open world Star Wars game. So this probably going to end up using a lot what they've learned from the avatar game for that star wars game yeah yeah when they were announcing that that's what they that's what they originally were like saying they're like they saw that were impressed and were like do star wars right that that's the story anyways all right so this is this is an article that as a true brought to my attention right before the show thank you as a true um disney being very, very careful with star wars movie development CEO Bob Iger says no. Marvel brand not inherently off, but do you need a third or fourth sequel of every character? And this is from Deadline by Dade Hayes. So, old uh, when I heard Dade, I thought that sounded like an Ant Man dig to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you say third, not second? Because it was Ant Man three that's not doing so well for them. Uh, oh, be- before I forget, uh, Chris just uh, Chris Spreezy just messaged me. The High Republic show on YouTube confirmed we will be getting Acolytes news at Celebration. And Star Wars Eclipse. And Star Wars Eclipse. Which is so a gun. that is a it's surprise. A gun, right? um, there is, so there is a High Republic panel. Um, okay. And it's like mostly going to be like the, the Phase 2 sort of thing, but they did say Acolyte will be at Celebration so will Eclipse. So probably very minimum for yeah. Eclipse, but the fact that it's there I'm quite mm-hmm. surprised given it's yeah. quite far out but still i mean we, we, yeah if it's if it's for like a high republic panel they have a lot of a lot to hide behind between like the whole phase one of the book and just referencing old shit the phase two that they're in now and then the acolyte tv series so i bet you it, it will amount to a couple of bullet points probably but but i hope i'm wrong i hope it's significant i hope we get what the actual plot of the game is instead of it just being like See, that's oh, kind of leaks that's kind of leaked so we do have has it what yeah, is it yeah uh basically um the protagonist is uh an alien female um kind of humanoid um she's part of uh, a race that's uh like got like their own mini empire uh they're like the i think they're the, the guys at the end of the trailer like the big kind of guys with the big guns the tanks and stuff they're like yeah. one like they so they're they're bad, but they also don't like the Trade Federation, it seems. Yeah. Um, and like 
you know, it's tutor and adventure sort of stuff to an extent, but, and she's like part of that race. And there is quite, some of it does sound interesting, but it's like, it, it's with all the baggage it comes with and stuff like, it's really annoying because it, it looks interesting, like, even though it's just a concept trailer. And the idea of like this third faction that are really militarized and stuff like that, it, it, the Trade Federation stuff looks good, but. Right. Yeah. And, and, and don't, don't worry, as a true. Incredible. Was ninety nine percent of all CEOs are super shady. Like, like this, these are just ones we talk about, right? Yeah. Like, so. um, um, the report is uh, credible. Yeah, it okay. seems to be that way. Cool. Um, Disney CEO Bob Iger says the company will be looking. It's still being very careful with developing Star Wars feature films in the wake of Solo's soft box office. While Marvel is also getting a rethink in terms of how many sequel characters sequels characters get. That's yeah. a Thor and Ant Man dig. Uh, I'm and I, I actually agree with that. I have had enough of Ant Man and I'm pretty good with the Thor that we got. I really I've also had enough of Peyton fucking Reed, dude. Everyone wants to shit on Taika, but name one movie Peyton Reed's made where you're like, God, I can't wait to watch that again. I don't know. Name I one. just know you really want to fight Peyton Reed and I don't really know who he is that well. So no, I'm just I want to like, food yeah, fight him. Kick his so ass. I want to food fight him. Yeah, I got a I I oh, pack of pop tarts that have been stale for a year. I could just toss right at his fucking head. <laughs> yeah. But um, in an appearance at the Morgan Stanley Technological Media and Telecom Conference, boring, Iger was asked an open ended question about the health of tentpole brands, Lucasfilm, Marvel, and Pixar, along with the main Disney brand. The exec who returned to the corner office in November built his reputation on engineering the acquisitions of those outside companies during his previous stint as CEO. And let's not forget, he's the one who uh, forced Solo out at that time and fucked it up. He heard it. Um, I think, apologize. Yeah, I know. But right, right now he's like, uh, we're being careful. It's like, you know, maybe you're just not doing that one thing you did that one time. You know, that's all you need to do. Just don't do that one thing you did that one time, which is put Can they bring Star back Wars the Denny's? Out. Five you know? five weeks, you know, or five months after the last movie. Give me a fucking break. Um, I want them to bring back the Denny's so much. I want them to put a Denny's in Galaxy's Edge, mm, just permanently, no, right? With no. Alden Ehrenreich like clones just sitting in there too. Alden so you can, you can always read. Yeah, Hi, yeah, I'm yeah. Alden Ehrenreich. Can I take your order? <laughs> I want a moons over my hammy and a Hosnian prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> Make it pink. Uh, all right, I think I think <laughs> I think a lot of all of them. They're all my babies in a way. The exec mused. Oh, look at him musing. With Marvel, he said there are seven thousand characters. There are a lot more stories to tell. What we have to look at at Marvel is not necessarily the volume of Marvel stories we're telling, but how many times we go back to the well on certain characters. Sequels typically work well for us. Do you need a third and a fourth, for instance, or is it time to turn to other characters? See, like, I don't know. He does that, though. But then but then I think of, like, fucking Echo, and Echo looks boring as shit to me. Look, man, that's a cool character in the con. I'll show you a book that looks fucking Oh, yeah. Amazing. I mean, I'm really a good story. I, I sat there, though, just, for they just got, an hour imagine watching Echo a character, stuff, and it was like, A character a that sees the world. Hold on. A character who sees the world in watercolor. You know, because of the way she perceives sound, but then yeah. they shoot it like it was shot in a Netflix co closet, and she's wearing a black coat she got off the rack at, at TJ Maxx. Yeah. Like that—that's you need someone 
like the Daniels to like portray how she perceives the world visually and not just have a character blankly stare at the camera because she's deaf like that so you know hiring a bunch of fucking like no creatives to to bring these to screen um doesn't help either you know yeah well yeah i i don't know i don't know how much how much we could expect from from marvel or whatever i don't really follow it that that deeply i just know that yet the characters who they're pulling from from for the newer stuff doesn't interest me and uh so i'm i'm basic though um, Iger didn't get specific, but his comments came less than three weeks after the release of Marvel Cinematic Universe entry Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The third Ant-Man film has grossed more than 600 million globally, but drew tepid. Ooh, tepid. No, it hasn't. It's at 455. Um, the third Ant-Man film has grossed more than 600 million globally. Wrong. It's at 455. Drew, I looked, I looked right before the show. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm, it's right. a 455 globally. Okay. Um tepid response. So is it 600 million um is globally as they're are they counting globally domestic and international together? I'm kind of, I'm it, telling you worldwide it's only made 455 million. And they're saying today. it's 600 so did it make 200 million in America and there's when they say 600 million globally? No, it hasn't broke. Mean, no, it's at 160 something in America and 260 something globally. Okay. Got it. I looked this morning. Like I, no, I no, every no, day no. I look at it. Like I'm like, just <laughs> I'm just asking if they were adding it all up to get this number. And oh, know, they probably okay. had chat GPT write this shit for him and just accepted whatever numbers it spat out. Listen, like, you can't replace writers with fucking AI. I want only to say artists. 600 was projected or here, something like here, that. I saw some a few days ago. Here's something I did, right? To play with Chat GPT last week, right? And as you, you'll appreciate this. I said, Chat GPT, how many game developers would it take? to make would you need right estimated to develop a game that was at the same scale and scope as ridge racer 4 and legend of zelda and the link to the past guess how many game developers you'd have to gather up to make a game a ps a game of the same scale and size as a as a ps1 racing game and a 16-bit super nintendo game how many developers it's all just use AI, bitch. Ha ha. It said several hundred. All right. Several <laughs> like, hundred. Several hundred mm-hmm. to make a PS1 scale and a 16 big scale game combined. Several hundred developers. So just just hold hold on the whole AI thing right now, folks. All so right. Like, we're we are starting a GoFundMe <laughs> to hire several hundred. Several hundred. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't think EA's ever hired several hundred people. Like like, like, like to the totality of the company, it's ridiculous. Titanfall one was made by like seventy people. Titanfall two was made by like ninety. Now we're gonna need. I, I know. Like this is what I'm saying. Like when they 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 try to tell us the AI overlords are coming for us, but yeah, overlords. I dare them to write legal contracts with this shit. You know? Rob, have you considered maybe it's because of long COVID? Huh? I think Chad GP has erectile dysfunction. But all right, go ahead. <laughs> um, so basically the point being, uh, it had a 69% second week drop in the US, the steepest by any MCU title to date. So it's a pretty bad fall off for them either way, uh, if that's accurate. There's nothing in any way inherently off in terms of the Marvel brand, Iger stress. I think we just have to look at what characters and stories we're mining. If you look at the trajectory of Marvel in the next five years, there will be a lot of newness. We're going to turn back to the Avengers franchise with a whole new set of Avengers, for example. Yeah, that looks dumb to me, but I hope I'm wrong. Um, As far as Star Wars, Iger said, 
disappointing box off returns in 2018 for Solo, one of two standalone films integrated among three saga installments, gave us pause in terms of the feature pipeline. Executives determined that maybe the cadence was a little too aggressive, he added. Disney is still developing Star Wars films, Iger continued, but we're going to make sure when we make one, it's the right one. So we're being very careful there. And oh, I, so they've confirmed the name of the next one's the right one. Star Wars Episode 10. The right, the right one. one. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that it's kid's really got the make, force. Is he the chosen one? Those, no, he's the right one. And it's Cara Dune. She's the right one. Oh, the right one. I just walked you right into that one. Jason. Yeah, you did. I held your hand the whole way into like a little thing. Um, yeah. So, but but I I, uh, I I've seen a lot of people freaking out over the, the 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 quote news that like Rogue Squadron is canceled and and Feige's movie's not happening and people are like flipping the fuck out this week over it and like once again like it's frustrating because we want a Star Wars movie that works to, to happen but I would rather stuff that isn't working get tossed out or just never get made as opposed to trying to force something that is inherently like flawed and not going to work. And sometimes they don't know. Sometimes like, you know, you, if you, if you told me, you know, you're, we're getting a Lawrence Kasdan to work with JJ Abrams. And I would, I would be like, that's going to be the best star Wars movie that's ever been made. And in the end, we, got, we all thought, no, no yeah. and, and because it's, yeah, nobody knows until they do it or, or until like they get a script until they they're like into it. So, but there, when you have those like early signs that sh- shit is wrong, like I always pick on Trevorrow because that second, that second draft will leak someday. I've read the second draft of his script. So I know it's just, I know it's there. I'm not going to leak it, but someday it will. Right. But the thing about it is like, I know the first draft that leaked was the good draft. The draft that I read got worse it, it didn't, it wasn't trending upward on getting better and they bailed on it. I respect that. Honestly, I think that like, there comes a point where you're like, this isn't going to work and it's better to, and we to, got a bad to, film and we still got a bad film. Yeah. We still got a bad film. And Such that, a bad film. I will never watch it again. I, I, I can, I can hate watching attack of the clones because mm-hmm. <laughs> it does have some interesting shots, specifically the, the, when the when the Geonosis ball falls and the dust cloud kicks up, I still think that's an amazing sequence. Right? Watch like, Natalie Portman fucking paint her nails yeah. for two hours, yeah. the and the I would probably be the happy. only and the choker. I can watch the choker. Oh, yeah, but yeah. other than <laughs> thank you, George. Thank you. Good job. But George. other than that, you know, but I can't. There's nothing in Rise of Skywalker to sit through ever again. Like nothing. I've slept for a few times. Yeah. You, and, you, yeah. and you don't make the time to read, so you you, you remember that. <laughs> It, it, it's it's sort of weird. Like my my memory almost treats episode nine like it was one of the TV shows. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like like yeah, Book that was cool. And, episode zero, right? <laughs> no, it, it does sort of like it does. My mind does kind of like have it just in like yeah, there's a bunch of TV shows in episode nine. <laughs> it kind of feels like that. Um, yeah, fair enough. But episodic series based on Star Wars mythology, including The Mandalorian, Andor, and several others, have been extremely successful. The CEO noted. So, so yeah, that's, that's good. By the way, there's, there's these, like, uh, I don't follow them. I don't know who they are. I just like see it in passing, but there's these like guys that go like 
Acolytes not being filmed. It's not being made. It's been, it's been canceled and shit like that. <laughs> and you're just like, are these fucking people for real? I, I can't be bothered to go like, like delve into it. But uh, it's like, we're going to get into an acolyte story here in a minute about where they're filming to begin the end process of the production to wrap it. We've While seen them filming. Are, yeah. It's yeah, got yeah, the top not working. That's like, why it's fucking crazy. We best to use that image again uh, for his article. And, uh, it's I, it's I not a laugh. good image. It's not a good, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It has me worried. But, you know, I got I to gotta, I gotta let them see how it plays out when you watch the film. Yeah. Also, Ruby, before we get into Acolyte stuff, um, it's not quite the same thing. But Campio said something today on the show. I turned that on. And uh, coincidentally, he started talking about the whole Kathy stuff. And he said that his sources, I mean, he, how did he say it? He said that they what sort of consider her, her <laughs> current administration in Lucasfilm to be a lame duck. Situation. Yeah, he always says something, some stupid right? shit like that. And he always pushes the, this like do, doom and gloom agenda based off of that shit. And it's always wrong. So, you know. Uh, that that isn't true. That that if you hate Kathleen Kennedy, I only have bad news for you guys. That's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, no, it's she, the, she's going to be fired after Indiana Jones. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, like single. I mean, they're actually like crediting crediting her with with building a good portion of Disney Plus right now. It's not the crazy it's, thing is is when she does side. inevitably retire, like she retires on her own terms. Mm-hmm. The people that have been saying she's going to be fired, this, that, and the other, will like, they'll feel they'll treat it as like they they've won, like they've been right all this, like however many years, yeah. And it will never he- hear the end of it, yeah. Well, I think what kills it for me is whether whether it's wrong or right or whatever is just that Michelle Rejewan was the heir apparent, and then she left. She wouldn't leave if Kathy was leaving. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, just but just because, that. but just yeah, well, you're right there. But just because she was the heir apparent doesn't mean that she sustained the the wins and the quality to be it. I think it's the fair thing, enough. Right? But but I wish companies worked that way. You know what I mean? Like Iger mm-hmm. picked pay, paycheck. You know, so I just don't. I tend yeah. to think like there's just not a surplus of people they trust to run companies, and when they got one, right? Even if it's it's questionable, they'll still hang on to that. Versus, I mean, look at. Tom Rothman or Tim Rothman, however you pronounce his name, is back at Sony. I mean, remember when he ruined? He, he fucked up Fox so bad they booted him out. Right. You know when when did, when did you last time we seen a, a CEO booted out was Eisner. Well, and and so like and to go back for us again, let me be clear. Like like his sources probably are saying that. I I don't mean to say that they're not saying that to him. I'm just right. saying that it that it's it's fucking stupid analysis. Yeah, and I could ultimately care less who's running Lucasfilm. Like. I'm going to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest with you. What what I care about is that whoever's running it, um, just just how do I say it? it's like get on with it. Well, you know what I mean? Like we, I don't no, got but, ten more years to wait around. I mean, but you you laugh, but like no, we, no, we're in a situation. It's not happening. They're obviously got new movies coming out, but mm-hmm. but th- you can also foresee. Like, like there, there is a possibility, given the way things have run so far, that like Avatar could get three sequels before there's another Star Wars movie. You know? like, Maybe, like I mean, but but here's here's the, here's the whole thing, is I always have to to stress it to the fucking children online. 
Kathleen Kennedy is not a creative producer. She's a producer who people pitched you, and then she says, that's viable in this market. That's a great idea for us. Or Fair no, enough. that's not a good idea for us. But when you guys get a fucking Feige in here, it's going to be a nightmare. Because all of you think Star Wars is is something that it's not. It's just whatever you want it to be is what it is. And that's never it's what it actually is. It's always more than that. And so one Feige coming in. No, but when once Feige's it, once once we get our Feige, for instance, then we get all Andor or we get all Mandalorian. We don't get Mandalorian and Andor, and like we don't get the 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 we don't get that kind of spice of life. That's not gonna happen anymore. It's just gonna be whatever the fucking flavor of the understanding of that creative, probably. And I mean, I would love for it not that not to be the case, but I bet you that's how it fucking goes. It, it kills me happens. too when they go, Oh, I think uh, this person should run it. And it's always like a creative, and it's like that's what you don't want. You don't want a creative like you go, Well, James Gunn's running DC. I'm like, he's not running the business side, he's running the creative side of DC. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's running the business side, when you got a creative running the business, it's not it doesn't work well, bro. It just doesn't work. So yeah. you know, I don't know what they want. You really just want you know them to just have wins to put look if i got any gripe right now with lucasfilm it's stop letting favreau write all this shit by himself you know and if he probably isn't but that's how it's credited so i gotta say that you know i can't i i think that perspective though is a little i i don't i get your i get your opinion and i respect that part of it but what i'm trying to say is favreau's the only one producing so it seems like favreau's the one writing it all uh, produ- when I say producing, I mean making content. And so the, the problem is is that it comes off that way because he's the only one who has shit coming out. But it won't well, be a problem once everybody else has their shit coming out too. I'm just going by the way they credit things Yeah, credits. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, what, I, what I mean is like when you get down to it, like he and Filoni are the only guys that have, have consistently made shit happen. Like over the yeah, last part couple of that of is years. because the average Star Wars fan can't get around if if it doesn't have a lightsaber, it's not Star Wars. It needs to have a big green moss monster. So long as it has, you know, mm-hmm. the vague resemblance of a dark saber, lightsaber looking thing, then it's all good. So I mean, I can't I can't control that. That's like saying yeah. if Batman doesn't have a yellow oval on his chest, it ain't a Batman movie. It's ridiculous. It's, but, but it's true. That is true. <laughs> um, no, no. But what, what I'm what I'm trying to say is like like it does seem like like that's where people go. Like all the keys were given over to John Favreau, and it's like not really though. You know what I mean? Like not exactly. It just it's only because they've produced the most and the and and the and it were the most prolific in the last era. Fair enough. But 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 I don't think it would have felt that way had like Rogue Squadron come out, had a couple of the other shows that that didn't come to fruition had come to fruition. I don't think it would feel is where it's like so like, oh God, this all feels like like fucking John Favreau all the time. Cause but I, I am with you though. I do think that's kind of like there is kind of a point where I'm like, yeah, like I kind of like want more and or or less John Favreau. Yeah, oh, you Mike, you punk. He's all the flowy verse. He's trying to set you <laughs> off. Writing a whole <laughs> series by yourself. Joss Whedon didn't write all of Buffy by himself, you know? Like it's just weird, dude. Like I don't I wouldn't want Joss Whedon when, you know, before we know all the bullshit, writing whole series by himself, you know, like 10, 12 episodes. It's very difficult. I do and, want and, him to throw you against the wall though and like like bully uh, you around. 
Well, that's isn't that all of our fantasies, James? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, you you out there want me. Everyone in the, wants me, and I also want it for my own personal reasons. But <laughs> no, so okay, so this is the story we were leading with, but we got we went we went down our, our own rhythm. Yeah. Uh, exclusive. This is from Bespin Bulletin. The Mandalorian season three introduced the new villains of Star Wars Skeleton Crew. And right here we got our our favorite little pirate boy. Look at him. He's all, oh, I'm a little green man. All right. So hello <laughs> there. L- look at this giant button. Support me on coffee. Fucking please. I'm so thirsty and I need caffeine, he says. Um, or or you could support me and I'll buy my Fortnite skin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I'm kidding. Support him on if you read his site, support him. And I always appreciate uh, his contributions to the show. He helps I mean, me a shouldn't lot. you support his site since you're always reading his site on the show? Like, well, I mean, it, it we, there's sort of we kind of have like mm-hmm. in doing so, there's sort of a, a reciprocity oh, going on, right? Yeah, yeah, We're kind of going back and yeah, forth, you know, an exposure. And then, and then, <laughs> you know, like I'm saying, like, Rob, maybe do some art for the show and I'll give you a little bit of exposure. Maybe you'll make some more cash. I'm just saying, you know, um, no, I, you know, I'm kidding. I, I know that's like, I know artists hate that. I know that's why I'm joking. no, I will not make more cash, I will have to do more work. Like, that's, <laughs> you're, just, you're, just, <laughs> you're talking to a little bit of a all, pro here. I know that trick. Like, yeah, <laughs> reward yeah. Rob with more work. Thank you, Jason. Can't yeah. wait. <laughs> being so lazy, Rob. Um, last week we saw <laughs> last week we saw the no. triumphant re- return <laughs> of the third season of The Dandelorian. The Disney Plus phenomenon <laughs> created by Jean Favreau. After I don't know more, why I love Dandelorian. So the Dandelorian. Much, so. um, after more than, uh, whenever I see Pedro Pascal dressed all fancy, I'm like, that's a Dandelorian. That's what I say. Um, after mm-hmm. a more than two year absence from your screens, the episode was filled with buzzworthy moments as expected and set up threads. Uh, Pedro Pascal's clothes for later in the season. But the episode also seemed to set up the Mando spinoff series Skeleton Crew. Over the past few months, various rumors pertaining to Skeleton Crew, a Mandalorian spinoff series created by John Watts and Christopher Ford, have made their way online. We know officially—that's his, that's his partner. Um, we know officially that the series, um, John Watts's partner. We know officially that the series will follow a group of children, along with Jude Law trying to find their way back home after being lost in the galaxy, and the series itself is inspired by classic 80s Amblin movies such as The Goonies. Recent reports from MakingStarWars.net claim... Oh, shit. Claim? What do you mean, claim? I just got the joke. What? I just got the joke. What joke? So the Goonies villains are the Fratellis, right? Yeah. And the Skeletons crew's villains are the Ferntellis. Yeah, you got the it. The fern tallies, dude. The <laughs> no, no, they're no. ferns, man. Like I'm fern. telling you, fern tally. You don't know how these guys work. Puns <laughs> is how it all starts, Jason. <laughs> so, recent reports from BigGamerStars.net claim that the series will feature pirates, and that they could be the catalyst for the children and their teacher. And the teacher is what I heard is already already just being called the teacher. Jude Law. I'm sure he has a name, but Jude Law become lost either in a part of the galaxy we've never seen before or in a completely new galaxy with the location also rumored to feature in another Mando spinoff, Ahsoka. So the first episode of The Mandalorian Season 3 took us back to Navarro, where we are reunited with Grief Karga, Carl Weathers, who has been forced to defend a school from a group of pirates demanding a drink inside the establishment as it was once a bar before Karga revitalized the local area. 
during this scene, I couldn't help but think of what we know, or at least what we think we know about Skeleton Crew, a series which reportedly sees a teacher, Law, uh, we need to stop this Law stuff, and a group of students. It's actually harder to read it. I'm not, I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read Law's name. <laughs> you anymore. fought the Law and, and the, the Law. Law yeah. won. Yeah. Yep. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Um, and a group of students coming into conflict with a gaggle of pirates. I like gaggle. Uh, I couldn't help but wonder if this is the school that Jude Law's character works at and the group of children will follow attend. Unfortunately, I couldn't get any hard answers regarding this question. But it seems much of a coincidence to me that what better way to set up your Mando spinoff by having a location viewers are familiar with, Navarro, thanks to the flagship series and possible villains being introduced within that series. And then right here, um, we have that guy from Fox News, uh, Tucker Carlson, looking at an explosion, I guess. That Tucker Carlson right there. Um, though I uh, unfortunately couldn't get any confirmation on whether or not the Navarro school is where Jude Law's teacher character works, I did get a response regarding pirates seen in the episode possibly being the ones appearing in Skeleton Crew. Details are very sparse, but I was told by sources that they believe the pirate scene in Chapter 17, the apostate, would appear in Skeleton Crew as villains of the series. I don't know for sure which pirates would appear, but it seems as if Pirate King Gorian Shard, the big green fella, the Frontelli, will be will be one of the pirates appearing in Skeleton Crew that could be um a leading antagonist it it's also worth mentioning that both myself and making heard that a nick two pirate would feature in skeleton crew so i wonder if vane the pirate leading the charge to drink inside the school will also feature in the upcoming series in addition making star wars previously mentioned hearing that lots of classic species such as weed quays mon calamarians rodians and more will appear as pirates in skeleton crew so yeah, Baratas, all that shit. Um, aside from the production issues, I've heard very little on Skeleton Crew as details on the series have been locked down. I've heard mixed things regarding the series with some sources calling it campy. Yeah, and, I get a feeling that that's true, man, given the yeah. way these pirates and, have and, come across. And, yeah. it, you know, and, and campy doesn't have to be bad, but it can be. It can be bad. Campy could be good. It, it, it just depends on how even killed the tone is throughout it, I think. But, and, uh, cause like Luke Skywalker is inherently very campy and like a new hope even. Um, and it told me to think more Book of Boba Fett than the Mandalorian. And once again, that makes us make these value judgments that it's like, well, like, what does that mean? You know, cause it's a, I don't think it's going to look like Book of Boba Fett. I think it's going to look really good based off of the size of the sets that they have. But anyways, but I've also been told that the series is good and fun. Film is subjective, and if those pirates didn't work for you in The Mandalorian Season 3's opener, then I can understand why you might not be pumped for Skeleton Crew. But personally, it got me more excited for the series, and I could definitely see Gorian Shard and Vane working as fun antagonists in the 80s-inspired series focusing on a group of kids. <coughs> and uh, another thing to remember is that we're going to be going back to Navarro in the series, and those pirates are going to fight the Mandalorians there. So a lot of those pirates are going to die. So there's a chance that 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 Vane dies in that, you know, and then Gorian Shard's still there. But I wouldn't be surprised even at that if they just use that same Nick Two costume and change the change the uh, change the um, like clothing or something. But anyway, Skeleton Crew is slated to release sometime this year, and from what I've heard, that is most definitely will be the case at this time. 
And I could second that. Skeleton crew will be out this year. But it'll be much later in the year. And that's that's the whole question right now. Is 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 it how how late in the year will it will it show up? Because I wouldn't be surprised. I could see it coming after Christmas. Yeah. I, 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 hope... I sort of assumed it would probably be like um it wasn't a book of Boba Fett where it was like like New Year's Eve or something like that. Practically, yeah. It was like the 29th, 30th, 31st, something like that. I can't remember, but yeah, I can see that, that happening. Yeah. Which, it wouldn't be a problem because we will get Ahsoka, then there is a bit of a gap, and then it, it, it's still, if it's still it's at the end of this year, it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's like, you know, when you, when you get down to it, like, it's not that long ago that we had Andor. And then we're in the middle of Mandalorian right now. We still have before the year is over Ahsoka to look forward to, and then we're going to start Skeleton Crew. That's that's a pretty fucking good year of Disney Plus for me for like my year subscription. Like that doesn't make me angry. I don't feel like I wasted my my cash on that, you know. So, I I think, uh, but it would be awesome if it came early. I mean, it would be great if it all just came now today, all at once. But that's not going to happen. So. But um, and then let's let's there's a, there's another article from Bestman Bulletin from yesterday, and uh, I find this one funny because I saw the original article for this and I was like, hey, you need to look into this. He's like, I'm looking into it <laughs> right now, and uh, this article was out. Um, Star Wars: The Acolyte filming at Man Man Mandira. Is that how you say that? M- Madeira, Madeira, yeah. Madeira, Madeira, M A D E I R A. Madeira. Island Portugal. Madeira. Madeira. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right. I roll so, my R's like my mom taught. You know what? If I can, let's just say an island in Portugal. <laughs> Make it easy for me. Um, and then once again, give Besman a coffee, throw it in his face. That's cool. Um, over the last few days, I've had a handful of people reach out to me who were curious about a large production taking place in Portugal. Some of these people suspected it was a Star Wars production but had no proof at the time with local television stations uh, just referring to it as a franchise with international notoriety. Now um, the Madeira Island news has released a number of images from set. And though they know it, though they know it's a Star Wars production, they don't know what Star Wars project it is with the outlet speculating that it could be for their next Star Wars film slated to release in 2025. However, my own sources have revealed to me that the project shooting on Madeira Island is in fact the Acolyte. The upcoming Star Wars series set during the High Republic, which was created by Leslie Headland, and the PDX signs can be spotted in the area. So those are paradox signs. You may remember, I was the first to break that Star Wars the Acolyte was shooting in Wales back in December, and it was during that time I revealed the signage associated with the production spotted the letters PDX, which stands for Paradox the code name of the series. So if there are any Portuguese readers of Bespin Bulletin, keep an eye out for pink signs with the letters PDX. And if you follow them, you may see a Star Wars production take place before your very own Portuguese eyes. Okay, he didn't say that. He, I added that. But um, I got to say, this rock, it kind of reminds me of like the, of the head of the rock biter from the never-ending story if he got his head punched in. Like, doesn't it kind of look like that guy? You know, 
the nothing is coming. All right, sorry. You're high again, Jason. No, I'm not okay. high. I'm just going a little okay. sick here. Okay, okay. Um, Skeleton Crew is also slated to release sometime this year, but from what I heard, as most of definitely still is at this time, blah, 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 the Skeleton Crew stuff. And then you can listen to his podcast, The Bob Podcast, which I, I recommend, but do not subscribe to him on Mastodon. That shit's not worth your time. <laughs> Mastodon. Fair enough. Come on. Come I on. Know, I know. I know. But, um, yeah. I, I, I don't think... Um, I don't think there's anything filming at this point except for Andor and Acolyte. So, and then when you look at like what, you know, would Andor go and film in Portugal? I guess like it's, it's possible that it, that it could, but it was always kind of a, a very obvious before the signage was discovered. Like that has to be Acolyte, you know? And, um, but what's funny is whenever international, when people outside of the U.S. know Star Wars is filming, they always go, I think it's the Mandalorian because it's like what they know. And it's like, no, I don't think they're ever going to go anywhere from Mandalorian anytime soon. It's like all the Andor stuff over here. Was like, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, when evidently it was. Yeah. And then if you remember those Acolyte leaks that happened like over the summer last year, we haven't had any indications that any of that stuff was in any way accurate so far there's you know there hasn't mm-hmm. been anything that makes me go oh yeah that that clicked so oh, that concept art thing we were doing yeah 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 and then um shit. and then i wanted to hit on this one because i like his article on it there's a little bit of analysis that i think is worth hearing out um we already covered the story but you know we'll get into it one last time taika waititi to star in his star wars movie kevin feige and patty jenkins projects no longer in development and um back in 2019 okay wait wait where's the part i'm gonna just go to the part that i wanted to like read show so um so he goes shortly after the release of the doctor strange sequel star wars fans became divided on waldron's appointment given the mixed audience reaction to multiverse of madness despite the commercial and critical success of loki and waldron's work on rick and morty just a handful of months after it was revealed that waldron was tackling feige's star wars flick Waldron was hired to write Marvel's biggest project since Endgame, likely their biggest project ever, Avengers Secret Wars, which is due to release in 2026. Some feared at the time that Waldron's new appointment would impact the development of the Star Wars film he was creating alongside Kevin Feige, given the magnitude of the task of Secret Wars and with the project due to release a year before the rumored release date of the Feige Star Wars film. Rumors began to swirl towards the tail end of last year that Feige and Waldron Star Wars was no longer in active development and that the project could be dead. Today, Variety are reporting that Kevin Feige produced Star Wars movie is no longer in development. So like that right there, it, it always, I always have the question though, like, you know, with Feige, is it actually like, is it just backburnered? Because I feel like that guy, it's not, it's not the same when Kevin Feige like moves steps away as like anybody else, anybody else who, who like wants to like you know go oh I don't think they're gonna kick Kevin Feige out and be like no we don't want your trash here Kevin Feige you piece of dog shit you're with your dog shit Marvel franchise and your fucking stupid looking face like I don't think they would they would do that to, to him so I kind of won't be I wouldn't be surprised if we still hear like. Oh yeah, it's still a thing, but it's just nowhere on the slate. 
You know what I mean? That's that's kind of that's that's just a guess. That's just like a a, a vibe. <laughs> Look at her. Look at Patty Jenkins with her stupid skates. She has her what? skates on, and it's just all her skates on right there in the cockpit with the skate. So in December 2020, uh, Investors like Day, skate. Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy revealed that Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins would helm the next Star Wars film, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. And by the way, that video was shot for celebration, and then they just released it on Investor's Day because there wasn't going to be one now because of the pandemic. Uh, Rogue Squadron would be a standalone movie with rumors of Squadron taking place sometime after the events of The Rise of Skywalker. And this is something else that I wanted just wanted to hit on. Mm. I, I don't know for for certain, but I, I think that like these movies were going to have sort of like a baton handoff quality to them. In the sense that, like, I think they all take place at the same time or the, the like the same era, and whichever one came first would do something like we just got in that article with the pirates, where the pirates showed up in Acolyte. I'm sorry, in Mandalorian season three, and then now they're going to be in Skeleton Crew. I think that kind of shit would would be peppered throughout it, so that way there there is some sort of connectivity. Otherwise, there would just be these random films coming with absolutely no coherent like feeling to them whatsoever but they're all being set after episode nine we want so more what pepper? Is, yeah so what does, <laughs> what does that what does that tell us though you know what i mean you like it the pepper that's right you like it the pepper and then um and then when we get into Gordon the shard uh, for you the um yeah mm. so the and then one theatrical project we've had word on from time to time since its initial announcement is the film being written by taika waititi and christy wilson cairns which the former would also direct. The project was announced in May 2020 with Kathleen Kennedy reaffirming the project at the 2020 Disney Investors Day where a fresh take was promised and a new logo for the film was revealed. The the, the Waititi was long rumored to release the Waititi was long rumored rumored to release in December 2025, two years after the planned release of Rogue Squadron. And just like Rogue Squadron and the Kevin Feige flick, the Waititi film was believed to be a standalone movie. Following the indefinite delay of Rogue Squadron, which was from President Kathleen Kennedy, revealed that the project being developed by Waititi would be the next Star Wars to hit theaters and claimed their project was to arrive late 2023. Two years up from its long-rumored release window following Kennedy's comments, Waititi downplayed the claims revealing a decision likely wouldn't be made until he turned in a script, which he'd yet to do. The placeholder date looks from retain. Uh, and by the way, and that was something was turned in in December, last December. And it obviously wasn't enough or something. Um, the placeholder date Lucasfilm um, retained for December 2023 was removed. And the next Star Wars film slated for December 2025. It, the original placeholder of the YTD film. However, during this time, a new Star Wars theatrical project reared its head. And then this is where we get into the, the other stuff about how Taika is going to star in it and all that kind of stuff. But re- read the rest of the article. It, it, it's good. But he had a couple of things in there I just wanted to hit on. But, all I know is when you said the YTT, for some reason I saw Mac from Night Court just staring at me. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he, he just looking at you. And then yeah. goes and sits back down. Like, <laughs> right. Real, um, Farm Boy asks, any idea how many episodes Skeleton Crew might have? I believe it's eight. Pretty sure it's eight. So, 
You want to also give your thoughts about uh, about Gina Carano? <laughs> what? <laughs> we have we're obligated contractually by all the incels out there to ask oh. you that question daily. I just thought I'd get it out there. <laughs> I think she's I think she's doing pretty good. I think she's doing okay. Um, she wants some more pepper. <laughs> but was there was there was there any was there any more any more gaming news by the way? Um, I, I, there was I the uh, the report on Lego Star Wars yesterday. So uh, I'll give a brief breakdown so um the writer of two articles about skywalker saga about the working conditions at tc games came out with mm -hmm. another article yesterday basically um confirming that what i'd seen the lego disney game which was the next game they was working on after the skywalker saga was cancelled last year after four years in development um and this, basically skywalker saga the developers wanted to use unreal engine but management wanted them to make a brand new engine that okay. like an in-house engine for them so that's where a lot of the budget went to and that's what caused issues because it was it took you know engines take so long to make and things like that well they decided after the skywalker saga because of the issues it had um they switched unreal engine so they basically made this spent years like five years making this new engine to only be used for the Skywalker saga. I mean, the finished product, in my opinion, is really, really good. But how it got mm -hmm. there, it, it, it's it, a nightmare. Know, it, it was a nightmare for the people that actually had to work on it. Um, so that was cancelled. The report also said they was going to then work on a Lego Guardians of the Galaxy game in Unreal Engine. That has also been cancelled. Um, then. They had a game out a few years ago called Lego Worlds, which was like kind of like Minecraft, I, I think, um, where you could like you know just build whatever you want. Um, they were going to make a mobile version of that, um, but that got cancelled because the company, like the studio that was going to help them work with it, uh, mm -hmm. got bought by EA like uh, about eighteen months ago, something like that. Are you um, saying that like fifteen years after two thousand nine? <laughs> 2000, like 12 13 years after 2009 that lego finally thought maybe they should get on this minecraft game <laughs> yeah yeah it didn't do very well i don't think it was like uh, it started out as like early access it was i think it was only on pc as well to start off with which you know the audience it did come to console but it, i don't think it did very well um so they, they cancelled uh that and then um they was also making a shooter which uh warner brothers shooter a non-lego shooter uh rick and morty and batman and stuff like that uh i guess probably in the same vein as like multiverses but it was going to be a, a shooter that okay. ended up becoming the funko project uh and then the funko project ended up going to where all the x developers went to um so that's a bunch of games that will never come out now this leads up to uh, after canceling the Disney game, what did they do? Because they used to make it like a Lego game every year. Mm -hmm. That was a, an incredible rate that they got. They got games out of you know whenever there was like a new like the the, the game before the uh, Skywalker Saga was the Incredibles game, um, and then before that it was like the Lego movies, Lego Batman stuff like that. Um, so the they canceled the Disney game and they needed to work on something else because they needed money. So they decided. To apparently make a smaller like Lego Batman game, not necessarily Lego Batman Four, but like in using Lego Batman, and mm -hmm. then Mandalorian story DLC for the Skywalker Saga, which, in my opinion, they should have started on a long time ago. Like if they'd have started on it 
back when the game came out, it could have been out by now for Mandalorian Season 3, even if it was like only Season 1 and 2. It would have done amazing at this point, because there's no Star Wars game coming out, except for Survivor and it's a different audience, so it would have done really well. Or even after Survivor, I don't know, this summer, whatever. Um, or, or Lego Andor, teach kids how to start rebellions. No, okay. <laughs> so, um, so, they decided to do that, but now the report is saying something that I also had seen a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if this is entirely true, but the report didn't say this, but apparently yeah. Warner Bros. approached them to make a Skywalker Saga version of Harry Potter. Because how successful Skywalker Saga has done, they could do it with Harry Potter. Sure. Well, apparently, a bunch of the developers didn't want to work on it. No Harry Potter for them, given you know everything with J.K. Rowling. Oh, okay. So... so... The, the, like, the main, team, the main right? team didn't want to work on it. Yeah. They wanted to make Batman and Skywalker Saga. Well, apparently they found it some people that will do it. And now they, <laughs> Warner Brothers have now said, you've got to go all in on this. So they've just started up a new game, Skywalker Saga level Harry Potter game, apparently. Bear in mind, Skywalker Saga took like f- nearly five years, basically five years to make. Yeah, and all the resources have been diverted to that. The article says the Batman and Mando DLC has basically been put onto one side. It's in jeopardy. It hasn't been cancelled yet, but they're sort of saying it has been. Now, I had heard a few weeks ago from like, someone else. You, you told us on so, here about that. Yeah, right? it's been cancelled. Now, yeah, before this report came out. I manage. I check the back end daily just to see if anything changes on Steam for the game. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in about a month, there was like some patch changes. Now this was this is a bit of a tangent, but about a month ago, they released an update for the game for Skywalker Saga, but it was only on the Series X and S, okay. and it was it didn't change anything. Like nothing changed, and it never came out to any other consoles or the PC. And I'm like, this is really strange. And this was after I'd heard about the Mando, so I was like, maybe they're prepping. Like they've got to do some back-end stuff, but it never released for any other console. It didn't change anything. didn't even fix any bugs as far as we know. Yeah. Then, after I'd heard it being cancelled, I checked. They've been doing like loads of build testing, and one of them is the Lucas test build. Now, the Lucas test build first showed up a month before they revealed the second DLC. It's obviously used for approvals. It, they never do this for bug fixes. Mm-hmm. And then the day after, they did another set of Lucasfilm builds. So apparently it has been cancelled, but they're also doing something in the back end for Lucasfilm to see definitely Mandalorian story DLC. Yeah. So the article didn't know about this. So it seems like some people, some of their sources at TT Games seem to think it's probably going to be cancelled. But evidently there is something happening but it seems like it's a very small crew now because you know everyone's now it is? gone. When they were when they were going to do that stuff, they probably created the the little guys around that show. So they're probably going to eventually just release them onto the, into the game because they've already made them. Could that be potentially what it is? Could it be possibly, something that small, or is that a bad, I, is that a bad take? Just doing one DLC pack on the Mandalorian season three seems really straight. Like. They've yeah. released two character uh, like seasons, like uh, like uh, it was seven and six. Right. They'd have to do more. I don't know where, what else, else stuff they do, and people don't want that. People want these DLC packs, and 
I'd imagine there is people working on it, but it, it seems like it's in real jeopardy of it. it that's the words of the report of yeah. being completely cancelled. Same with Lego Batman, as all the studio now focuses on this Harry Potter game. But this Harry Potter, Harry Potter game is going to be so many years away. They're going to have nothing out. They've got to do, like, the Mandalorian is quick, the story DLC is quicker than the Lego Batman game. Like, the, it only started towards the end of last year, both of the projects. So, I don't know what's going on. Um, it's really yeah. disappointing, though. It seems like they misread like Warner Brothers specifically misread like the audience because like even uh, like people seem to think like sort of my age and a bit younger seem to think the game was being made for them and I was always like no the game is being made for like five to like ten year olds all Lego games are it's just that we grew up with the older games so we're we're the active people online talking about it Mm -hmm. but also we're the ones that are more likely going to be spending the money on the game and it seems like they miscalculated like how how much people would how many people would actually care about more stuff? And, the, you know, people are still saying, I want this, I want that. It's inherently stupid because if they are doing, if that is their aim, is like the five to 10 year olds, that's what I got. Got two of them in that mm. exact age bracket right there. So if you're making. And Mando shit, is I'm the gonna, best option. And that's what I play, one of the games I play with my children. If they put that shit out, I would buy it. Yeah. I, I just don't understand what's going on. It seems like it's just things have apparently really improved um, mm-hmm. in the past year or so at TT Games, but also cancelling four games, potentially another two, and now they're working on another huge project that's going to be years away. Because yeah. um, a lot of the talents left, like a lot of the, like all the seniors, the veterans, they've a lot of them have gone. Um, and there's even people that I that would show up in the Skywalker Saga video, like the more younger developers, they've all gone as well. My Patronus um, is a resume. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and the thing is, uh, another thing to keep in mind is that um, the main studio is in Cheshire, which is quite an expensive place to live. Mm-hmm. I've not seen many like anyone talk about this, but it's they've mostly gone back to office now, I think, and it's quite an expensive place to live. The salaries weren't that great, as far as I can tell, um, despite being quite a high uh an expensive place to live and there's just so many studios that are probably paying more and remote and so because i i remember they wanted a community manager for the longest time like during 2021 and 2022 and everyone was like you should apply for it and stuff like that. i'm like i'm not moving like to a really expensive place like you know it, it, i don't want to do that i want to keep making videos and not have to deal with that and they couldn't hire anyone like the job listing kept going out every few weeks like no one i I check linkedin and like there'd be people applying but we never had a community manager until january 2022 when they announced the release date they hired a guy um who'd been i hadn't heard of him before but he was a community manager at a few other places and then he left like just after the game came out uh to work at rockstar so and since then they've so they had yes and it wasn't even community manager it was like a developer role like a producer whatever so good for him but like for two years they were looking for a community manager because like it wasn't just like the the description was like about the skywalker saga and beyond like all of our other projects and how we'd uh, get involved with like the youtube community twist community discord well none of that ever happened like right. I, I, my only interactions was with Warner Brothers, like their side of things, um, that got like the early access and stuff like that. They did all the marketing on TC Games' side. They had a guy for a few months and then he's gone. And since then, it's 
it's been dead on that side as well. So they've definitely had a problem um, retaining people and hiring people as well. It's, so yeah, wait, is Kathleen Kennedy running it? Well, that some I've I have seen someone say, "Oh, it's Disney's fault." And yes. here's the thing: Warner Brothers own uh, TT Games. They don't want to keep making Disney licensed games, which is completely understandable. Fair enough. But yeah. so, like, but also those projects haven't come out, except if this Harry Potter game inevitably comes out. So, yeah, I don't know. Mandalorian DLC seems like the smartest thing to do, but it, that might not be happening now. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't know. I I I know Harry Potter is huge. I know parents still read the books to the kids. The books are still something that you, if you're a child, you will come across in school. But I would just think that like Harry Potter Legos wouldn't be as hot as Star Wars, and therefore oh, the game not. wouldn't it, be it, as it, hot. It, as, you know, it surprised me, but they do sell pretty well the sets. I think, and the okay. games are quite highly regarded. I personally haven't played them, but you know they they did like um, a collection of because they did two games. They split it off into like Lego like Lego Star Wars one and two. They did like a complete saga version, yeah. And apparently it's like quite good or whatever, but it's not Star Wars. Like this game sold three point two million copies in two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was the fourth best selling game in the UK last year. It sold like ten thousand less than Elden Ring. Like it was Call of Duty. FIFA, sorry, FIFA with like two and a half million. More than the previous year. It just keeps getting bigger. Call of Duty with like nearly two million. Elden Ring less than a million. And just below that is Skywalker Saga. Yeah. It sold it. The last numbers they gave us was like a month after release. It was like six million, something like that. They haven't. But they had to pay a guarantee license. You know, they had to yeah, pay a guarantee. The, so that, that's another thing. Know. Like the, the, and it had two years more development time. Like that's not cheap. But the report before said, the upper management wanted it out by the end of 2020. So they basically moved everyone off to onto the Disney game. So that's why it took so long to make the Skywalker saga because it was kind of a skeleton crew. So you're confusing the us. Disney, the Disney game's been cancelled and the Skywalker saga took two more years to come out. So right. all the decisions they seem to have made have worked out really bad. Um, but I, I sincerely hope the Mando DLC happens. But even now, like I posted, so I posted a video about the the potential thing. It's happening like a uh, in January. It did really well. My video saying it's potentially been cancelled, like having more info. No one watched it. I think people are starting. It's too late now. Feels like it's been and gone, which is a real shame. It's it really sucks that it, like this is where we're at because when you look at the fact that we would have if they went into production on a Star Wars Lego game, a, a, a new one. Expansions or a new one. I mean, you would have Mando, Ahsoka, and Skeleton Crew, all three of those shows, all interacting and being the same thing. That would inherently make a fucking good offering down the road, but instead they're going to make another they're gonna make a Harry Potter game. So a lot I of mean, the fans seem to think the next game was always going to be the Infinity Saga. Hmm. So... The, all of the MCU films but getting the Skywalker Saga treatment and I was like, there is far too many to put in one game and I was, everyone was telling me like all my subscribers like, no I, and I'm like, I don't care about Marvel but you're not going to get it and it, and when the Disney game leaks they all said I, I I was lying even though I was just following the report like oh, hell no, yeah. and no it's, they, they did a Guardians of the Galaxy game, cancelled, the Man. Disney game that did, like it was going to be like Pixar and stuff, that's been cancelled 
Batman. That might be cancelled. It's now it's Harry Cancel. Potter. Mm. We cancel everything. That's how we do it. Oh no. Well, Dave Jason, Horny. I heard that the Harry Potter Lego game is going to be called the Fantastic Bricks and where to build them. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. <laughs> John yeah. told me that. We was all getting taquitos. I was talking that. to a source in HR and uh, John Favreau is requesting that you stop slapping his ass and calling him a brick house. He doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> He told you about that. Did he, he tell told you about HR. His plan? Yeah. Did he tell you about his master plan to buy out the Nerf franchise and call it Turf? Did he tell you <laughs> no, <that>? nope, <laughs> no. nope. Is that okay. is that a Harry Potter? Is that a, is that a new Harry Potter expansion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd you know? How'd you... All right, I gotta get back to my taquitos. We all, all right. Bye, Enjoy your doggy style fries or whatever you have at oh there should be that we get hot chili cheese hot dog on fries as doggy style fries i'm saying Ew, that right now folks sounds disgusting um it's so good <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything else happened before we go as it's true in the, in the um, game in the game no july survivor i don't think um but i'd imagine they will drop some stuff between like cell so july survivor is the sponsor for the celebration live stream all that, yeah. Um, so given that it's out a few weeks be- uh, after it, I think there'll be like some news at Celebration or around it, right? Um, Cal's just been added to Galaxy of Heroes because people are still spending tens of thousands of pounds each on that game because they're addicted and like wasting money. You're probably coming to um, Fortnite too, most likely, but that's not pay to win, like. Galaxy of Heroes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous. They're adding like Seer, Marin, um like maps that are like inspired by fallen order jedi survivor cow so if people are interested in that there's that um but yeah that i think that's it all right well hopefully they get their head out of their ass and they they make lego expansions for star wars stuff hey jason you remember when ubisoft released a second indiana jones in the last crusade game on the nes in the mid 90s well after the nes was dead but it was the Game Boy game that they just recolored. Remember that? I remember. I, I remember. Remember the, the Last Crusade game and a, and a young Indiana Jones Chronicles game. But I don't know if I played. There was two Last Crusade games. There was two Last same, Crusade games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One from like '91. Yeah, which is a game you probably remember. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then in like '94, '95, the Ubisoft would they had before they were the Ubisoft everyone knows them as ported the Game Boy game. As with the color, with the like, it's so it's like he's like all red and the background's all green. It's like a really bad Game Boy color, but it is. It's on the NES. Yeah, yeah sounds. Go look that one up. It's 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 horrible. I I think my favorite Indiana Jones game is um, Temple of Doom because it has like the music from the mind while you play it, and it's just like loops, but it's insane, but it's good. So yeah, good times. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the Fate of Atlantis is pretty good. To add to that, uh, I don't know if it's true but a developer at on the indiana jones game on their linkedin said multiple indiana jones projects in development but it could also mean like the film the game something else so it, it wasn't very clear but some people have taken it as it's multiple games which is possible but given yeah. that the first one's like we've not seen it in a while i think we'll see it this summer though it's uh xbox's event because the film will be coming out um, the bethesda game Yes, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. How how far away do you think it is though? Until it gets launched, most likely. Uh maybe 
the end of next year. It's hard to say because like it was announced really early. Like they'd only just sort of like they just started building a team for it. Like it was yeah. because you know they wanted to announce before like before this film starts get like this was before the film was delayed and stuff like that. Um so yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I was I was like crying to best, but I was like, it's damn yes, it's so long ago. And he was like, Well, COVID added a year to everything, bitch. Yeah, like, okay. Th- that's enough. the thing. That was that was another thing. But yeah, um, I, I would like I would have loved a like a Skywalker Saga Indiana Jones thing for all five films, like include like redo the other four films and this, but they want to do Harry Potter, so want to do Harry Potter. Fucking... I want to see a Lego rip out a little Lego heart. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it would have been great. God. Yeah, I'd play that. But um yeah, the the uh, the original Lego game was good, but that was from the three the Indiana Jones one. That was for the three sixty. That's how long I played, played it on the Wii. I played the first on the one Wii? on the Wii. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't have an I got a Wii before an Xbox, so I played Lego Batman one and Lego Indie one on the uh, on the Wii. Like using the, the Wii remotes, do the whip. I love that. It's great. Remember, back when three sixties used to die, I think I had to buy a replacement three sixty and it came with it. Yeah, that was like the big bundle. It was Kung Fu Panda and yes. Indiana Jones too. And I gave I that Indiana... to Sweet Meat or um, Griddle Marks on Twitter. I gave that to his kid. I was like, "Here, you can have this one." I'm keeping this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I got my uh, 360, I got the first game was uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars Republic Heroes, and then I got uh, Lego Indiana Jones too. Yeah, um, yeah. So I feel that makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. And you, I was like, eleven. That's true. You're becoming you're becoming an old man, just like the rest <laughs> of us on this show. I mean, since you since you've been here, I've seen like a little white hair pop up right here. No, okay. <laughs> Jason, tell them oh. I don't know we look. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, everyone, we'll be back tomorrow, one p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I gotta gotta go pick up my daughter from school right now. Thank you for uh, telling me all of the all the video game shit that I miss. I always appreciate when you when you come on, hang out with us. So thank you. Thank you for having me. And Rob, thanks, yeah, as a true. No, we, and we Rob, thank you. What? Just zip it. Just zip it. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> Are you giving me the shh. Give me the no, shh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So tomorrow there'll be there'll be some Star Wars news. I think. I like spaceships. Okay, everybody happy. Everybody's happy. All right, bye, everybody. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, Thank everybody. everyone for being hey, a channel everybody. member and like Thanks the video and subscribe yeah, like to the subscribe. podcast on Spotify. And um, if you don't like Rob, especially yeah. subscribe because he yeah, hates comments. You. Leave a comment below. He hates Let me you. know how much I. I and, yeah. So the more subscribers we get, about, the matter about my mom and Scientology. So yeah, yeah. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! You know you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.